Come at you quicker than a Tony Khan major announcement after a low ratings week. It's time for the rapid roundup. We're not going to be covering SmackDown this week because it was all about Crown Jewel and you can catch our reactions um, in our Crown Jewel reaction video. So instead, we will kick off with Monday Night Raw. Seth freaking Rollins opening the show. He thanks Drew McIntyre. He says he's a man of his word because Judgment Day did not get involved in their match. But Damien did try to cash in on him and that brings him to the second person he needs to thank, which is Sami Zayn. Zayn comes out, he says he didn't save Seth to help him. He did it to stop Judgment Day getting the main title and turning into Bloodline 2.0. Seth says, being money in the bank isn't the only way to get a world title shot because just like Oprah Winfrey handing out cars, Seth gives Sammy a world title shot tonight in the main event. Moving on from this, the first match of the night, we get Judgment Day defeating New Day in a non-title match. Uh, Drew McIntyre arrives at the arena and he's asked what's next for him, but he gets back in his car and drives away. Then Shinsuke makes short work of Akira Tozawa and the Creed brothers make it two from two as they defeat DIY after, you know, defeating Alpha Academy last week. But they did get an assist from Imperium, so the feud continues there. Moving on from this, we have a fatal four-way match to crown a new number one contender for the Intercontinental title as Ivar, Bronson Reed and The Miz and Ricochet face off. Um, bit of a weird finish this one um, so Ivar's got Ricochet pinned The Miz has got Bronson Reed pinned the referee's hesitating though in terms of who to count for instead of just counting both hands at the same time um, and this allows Ricochet to kick out and ultimately allows Miz to get the three count um, Ivar though is furious he beats down The Miz after the match it kind of felt a bit like AEW this um, you know there's only one guy out of the four who's currently feuding with Gunther and Look who happens to win. What are the odds? Um, but yeah, I want to see Miz versus Gunther, so let's see how that goes. We then get a women's battle royal to determine a number one contender for Rhea Ripley's women's championship. All about the number one contenders this week. Uh, Becky Lynch makes her way down to the ring, was taken out by Zia Lee before the match even begins. Um, and as a result, the final four is made up of Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, Ivy Nile and Zoe Stark, who all ganged up to eliminate Nia Jax. Um, Nia, though, being the sole loser that she is, she ends up eliminating Ivy Nile. So ultimately, it comes down to Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler, with Zoe Stark getting the win. Like, I don't know, is she meant to be a babyface now? Is this what this is? Either way, they are very clearly big on her after the stuff with Trish and now getting a title shot. So, yeah, fair play, Zoe Stark. Moving on to the main event. Uh, so, as we knew, it was Seth versus Sammy for the world title. Awesome match between the two of these guys. Um, obviously, Seth was going to win, um, and he wins with the most feared move in all of professional wrestling, a roll-up. Um, after the match, they shake hands, and just as Sammy goes to leave, he's attacked by the Judgment Day. Seth tries to help, but the numbers game, that damn numbers game every week, is too much. Um, Jey Uso comes down, and then so does Cody Rhodes. Of course he does. Um, but a load of security and agents come down, try and break it all up. Adam Pierce grabs a microphone and says, they want to play games. They're going to play games at Survivor Series. War games. It was a bit cheesy, though, because he just looked directly into the hard cam when he said it. Um, I don't know why I looked over there instead of looking directly into the hard cam when I said it. But, um, yeah, you know what? It was no regal, but it was okay from Pierce. And it looks like we are now set for four versus four um, at Survivor Series. And it looks like War Games is here to stay. Moseying on over to AE Dubs. Um, international title action kicking things off. Uh, Orange Cassidy successfully defends against Claudio Castagnoli. After the match, John Moxley comes out, beats the shit out of him, um, as well as some security, uh, as you do. 
And Mox says he's going to beat Cassidy within an inch of his life at full gear. So that match is now made. The Hung Bucks take on the Mogul Embassy. Uh, midway through the match, though, Swerve Strickland comes out and Hangman goes apeshit, goes after him, leaving the Bucks alone, allowing the Embassy to get the win uh, and become your new Ring of Honor Trio's champs. Uh, after the match, though, the Young Bucks are pretty angry, start throwing things around. Um, what does it all mean for the Elite? Are the Young Bucks are going to turn heel? Who knows? Moving on from this, Adam Copeland, he is introduced by Tony Schiavone. He says, everyone's waiting for his decision about whether or not he's going to join Sting and Derby. But before he can reveal that decision, Christian Cage comes out and he goes, sick him to Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne. And they come down, take out Copeland. Uh, Sting and Derby do come and make the save. Adam Copeland gets back up and says, yes, I am going to be your partner and I'm going to kick Christian's ass at full gear. So yeah, that's where we're going with that one. Tony Khan's major announcement is that All In tickets go on sale on December 1st. I'm not being funny, but like this is really going to start turning the fan base, I think. Like it's not a major announcement. I'm from the UK. It's not a major announcement, let's be honest. You don't need to do that on TV. Um, the fans aren't silly. At the end of the day, if you have a bad week of ratings, you do your you know, announcement. People are just not going to expect much and it's just not going to have the effect you want anymore. So I get it. Want to pop a rating? I get it. It is good news. Is it a major announcement? Methinks not. Moving on from this, Jericho and Kenny Omega defeat Daddy Magic and Cool Hand uh, blah, 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 Cool Hand Ange. Um, after the match, uh, Don Callis family come down. Don says he's impressed um, that the pair of them are back after the beatings they received. Um, they're set for a street fight in two weeks' time, but they're a man short. So who do Kenny and Jericho bring out? But Paul White, bless him. Um, he didn't look in the best of shape. He looks like he's in some bad pain with his legs. Um, but let's be honest, Paul White is a goat. So um, nice to see him back. I think they've obviously ditched the captain and say nothing now. Other than that one little cameo in that weird vignette with um, MJF and Adam Cole. But yeah, so I guess he's going to be their partner. Uh, backstage, though, we do see Kenny and Jericho in the elite locker room. And um, the books aren't happy about it. So yeah. I guess maybe they are turning heel. Who even knows? Hikaru Shida uh, retains her women's title against Willow. After the match, Tony Storm comes out and Shida takes her out. The lights go out and Julia Hart appears in the ring. Um, she offers uh, Willow her hand, but Sky Blue comes down. Julia gives her a bit of a sinister nod. And just as it looks like Sky Blue is about to turn on Willow, she hits Julia in the face with some blue mist. Um, so, haha, what does it all mean? We do not know. MJF throughout the night has tried his best to find three partners to team up against Bullet Club Gold. He tried Kenny Omega, but Jericho was in his dressing room and was not having any of it. Um, then Wardlow comes and chokes him and basically threatens him and says he's going to take everything from him. So yeah, Wardlow isn't going to be his partner anytime soon. He was thinking about um, asking Samoa Joe, but he bailed from that idea. However, the acclaimed all night are trying to convince him and finally... He agrees. So we get Bullet Club Gold against the acclaimed at MJF. The whole stipulation is if the latter can uh, defeat the Bullet Club Gold, then MJF will get his belt back. This whole thing is stupid. Like, this isn't the first time in AW they've just gone, well, I'm going to steal your belt then. Like, it's fucking stupid. Um, and yeah, you don't win. So Jay White still got his belt. So yay. But apparently... MJF isn't even that bothered um, because after the match they all go with a four-way scissoring in the ring and look I love the acclaimed I love MJF MJF also caught the loss on this clean 
the Blade Runner. So interesting choice. Uh, I guess that means he's going to retain though a full gear, but yeah, I don't know. They've not really been booking MJF the strongest that they possibly could. Um, but we will see. Moving over to Rampage, it's kind of getting a bit pointless covering this show now because other than a couple of good matches, nothing really happens. So we kick things off with a triple threat. Um, we get Penta taking on Commander, taking on uh, Vikingo, and Penta gets the win. We also had the Guns defeating the team of Matt Seidel and Christopher Daniels. Nice to see CD back in the ring. Sky Blue still doing spooky shit. She gets a win over Marin Shafia. Still don't really know what's going on after the whole Julia thing on Dynamite. Like, she missed it here, but now she's still spooky. So, I don't know. No idea what the story progression is here. Then, main event, Daniel Garcia gets the win over Trent. You know, it's not really main event worthy. Um, after the match, though, Garcia says he wants a shot at MJF. Um, I guess the rankings are dead. Well and truly dead. Um, Garcia himself admitted he's not had a singles match in six months. So how does he just suddenly get a title shot? I don't get it. But okay. Um, and we move on to Collision. Uh, Swerve Strickland defeated AR Fox in the opener. After the match, the Gates of Agony get involved. Then FTR make the save. But then Big Bill and Ricky Starks beat them down. Only for LFI to make the save. Yeah, we kind of see this stuff quite a bit um, every week at this point. But, you know, there's a lot of things happening. A lot of feuds. But it kind of does feel a little bit samey, unfortunately. Um, we did get a bit of a throwback match to early Dynamite days of Darby Allen and Lance Archer. And Darby does get the win. So not too much has changed there. Lance Archer's come back after a bit of a time away. And he's still losing pretty much all the time. After the match, though, Jake Roberts says he's not just managing Lance Archer. He's got some other guys as well. He brings out Vincent and Dutch, the righteous themselves. Um, and that distraction allows Lance Archer to decimate Darby after the match. So pretty interesting progression there. I do love me some Jake. Let's see how this goes. And to be fair, the righteous are very interesting indeed as a tag team. I think they could have a pretty good future so nice to see more of them also the kingdom defeated some jobbers willow defeated emmy sakura and mark briscoe teamed with dustin rhodes and keith lee to defeat kip sabian and the the blah blah, blah workhorseman uh for some reason we then get the acclaim celebrating 69 days as trio's champs love it uh billy and bowen say that they've got max caster a little gift and they play a video from mjf himself saying it was pretty cool um of caster to take the bullet for him on dynamite i think i left that bit out of dynamite but yeah basically jay white tried to attack him after the match and max caster took the bullet instead um and the caster basically cries from happiness in the ring bless his little cotton socks um they also unveil a 69 trophy because why not but then dalton castle and the boys come down they destroy the trophy it turns into a match uh, with 90% of it being during pitcher and pitcher and no surprises here the acclaimed get the win which takes us to again is this the strongest main event four on four tag action FTR um, teaming up with Roosh and uh, Preston Vance taking on Ricky Starks Big Bill and the Gates of Agony Roosh gets the win for his team uh, after the match FTR go to shake his hand but they walk off um, and after the match House of Black appear, lights going out and all. Um, they beat down FTR and Claudio and Wheeler Utah are the guys to make the save. So, yeah, um, that was that was the wrestling this past week. Um, I don't know, it's about AEW. We're coming to full gear. It's usually pretty epic. It just doesn't feel like it has it for me this year. So, hmm, yeah, we'll see. I'm sure it'll still deliver. It always does, even when the card doesn't look the best. But this is... 
first time in a while where I'm like, okay, this really doesn't look great. But, you know, we will see, as they say. But yeah, what do you think of the shows this week? Let us know in the comments, and we will catch you on the next one.